Hey, how you guys doing? This is producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to Who Day Over 40, our long time missing, but mostly a, a fan podcast for Bengals fans. Uh, we've been with you through the highs and the lows, and quite frankly, y'all, I think we dipped into quite a low here coming up for the 2019 season. Yeah. On the line tonight, I have my two favorite wide receivers on the line, and the flanker position is the Salmon. Salmon, say what's happening. Who Day and... It's supposed to be a new day, but I guess we're talking about it. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Also on the line tonight, he's lined up tight in the flank or in the in the in the backfield. It's two yards in the cloud of Dawson's big hunt. Yeah, my uh, runs after or after hit is gonna be pretty low this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you might be you might be get, taking some hits in the backfield and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, we titled this episode um, Who Day Over 40 versus uh, New Day, and that's D-E-Y, as the Cincinnati Bengals uh, official website has nicknamed this uh, new, ta- new Zach Taylor era, the New Day. Um, I said it's actually we've been done New Day, like K-N-E-W. We've been done New. This shit was going to be bad. And all they're doing is, is providing all the information and ammo to continue this out. So we were talking before we hit record for the podcast, and we're like, hey, man, we haven't actually recorded since Marvin Lewis got run. So we're going to break this down into four quarters. Uh, in the first quarter, we'll be talking about Marvin Lewis and the hiring of Zach Taylor. Uh, we got a halftime topic as we're swinging around the ASC North. And uh, I'm going to introduce some music when we get into the third quarter as we got to say goodbye to a uh, – now a former Bengal. But all right, let's hit it. First down, um, Marvin Lewis gets run. Um, it finally happened. Uh, we kind of saw it coming, although it didn't happen initially. It was really kind of a slow burn kind of fire. Uh, didn't happen immediately after the season, but Marvin gets run after however many years. Um, no playoff wins, seven playoff appearances out of those. What was it 16 years? Um, mm-hmm. Two damn long. Team- Mm-hmm. He brought the team back to a, a version of respectability, version. Uh, but could never get them over the hump. So I guess Hutch kind of going around, what was your thoughts finally when he got run? I mean, could you actually believe it? I thought it was fucking great. It was well, long overdue. It was about, should at least probably after that 15 loss, too long. Yeah, I Okay, I, I, I think in listening to this over time, y'all knew I was very um, weary about firing Marvin Lewis because you really don't know what's behind door number three. So, uh, and we'll get to that here in a second, too. Oh, yeah, uh, so right. I was like, but I, I, I kind of got pulled to y'all's side. Like, I just didn't think it was going to get any better. So, uh, Sam, man, how did you feel when he finally got run? Uh, unbelievable. I, it, it was surreal because none of us really believed that they would actually go through with it and fire him because yeah he should have been fired maybe like three years earlier <laughs> like right after that a respectable nfl team would have fired his ass after that playoff loss but he lost control of his team but you know, these are the best so, now if you know, five years plus you know whatever it was go ahead <laughs> a, a respectable team would have fired him mm, he might have really got fired after that after that San Chargers Diego. loss. Yeah, oh, the yeah. San Diego oh, loss. Terrible. The time to run him. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, that would have been the best time to run him, I think, too. But they didn't. They did. um, and again, we, again, this is who day over 40. We've been through a lot of lows. And again, Marvin Lewis provided us, a, 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 again, a level of respectability that didn't exist for a very long time. You know, really since, you know, since like, you know, 91. Really, it hadn't any been level of respectability for a completely lost decade. And, you know, he finally got the team to, you know, again, being, yeah, being respectable. Uh, you know, he made minor changes to staff, the weight room, the training. Like, I mean, he finally brought the, really, the, the, the franchise into the 21st century, essentially, where it was still, you know, feeding people salt tablets, essentially, and counting Gatorades and, and making pay people for buy TV. their own helmets. Yeah, I mean, this, you know, he finally brought them to a like, look, man, you can't run the business like this. This is a billion dollar business, and y'all are treating it like a mom and pop store. Mm-hmm. Knock it off. In certain aspects, they did. In other aspects, they didn't, they did. which we'll get to here momentarily. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, I mean, thanks to Marvin Lewis for that. You know, again, he didn't make us. He was able to at least get us to take the bags off our heads. You know, now we just stick our hands in our pockets. I don't know. It, it's, it's it's still like with your head walking down. You're still not that like proud to have your chest out as a Bengals fan, but it's not as bad as it was pre-market. So, if I got a story. I went to a, a local grocery store and was walking out of my vehicle, and some uh, Anglo-Saxon woman was like, "Hey, another Bengals fan." Oh, Lord. Who they? <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Man. <laughs> yeah. There's there's one that lives in my neighborhood. It's I don't know if it's her car or not. There's a lady that drives like one of the, you know, the thing that goes around your license plate. Um, yeah, she has a Vegas thing there. Right. Um, I took mine off when I got my new car. I was like, nope, we're done with this. <laughs> and um, I'm going to bring that bad energy onto my new car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so... Uh, yeah, and so I mean, it's that. So yeah, so they're around. I mean, we all know that there's Bengal fans around here. All right. Um, so we get the hiring of Zach Taylor. He's the quarterbacks coach of the Los Angeles Rams, who fresh off a Super Bowl loss. Um, he comes over. Yeah, <laughs> he comes over. Um, how did you? How did you feel about his hiring first, and then we got to deal with all the shenanigans that came after he got hired because there were issues and concerns? So, Sam, man, what did you think? Well, we're hiring the Rams quarterback coach. I, I, I viewed it as they're trying to get another – what's their coach? The Rams um, um, head coach, the genius everybody wants to be. They're trying Sean, to get another Sean, Sean McVay. Sean McVay. They're trying to get lightning to strike twice and get another genius uh, uh, young coach like that. And I think he's just a quarterback coach that happened to be work for Sean, uh, Sean McVay is my evaluation right now. And with who had Cincinnati ties, he had he uh, coached at UC for I think one year, and he's never been a coordinator, which I don't really care for. And uh, I just think he's a quarterback coach. I, I hope he proves me wrong, and he's much more. But right now, I think that's all he is. Hutch, Sandman is completely right that they're trying to catch lightning in a bottle, as he said. Like, oh, we're going to find the next new coach, as the NFL always runs on trends, and the new trend is hiring kids that just learned how to wipe their behind. So what did you <laughs> think when they hired this dude, Zach well, Taylor? The Bengal trend is about two years too late 
on damn near everything. Four years. And hiring this, yeah, what? Yeah, hiring this dude. I mean, I, I hope he was distracted. At, I mean, because I mean, it came out and didn't the Bengals get charged with tampering or some shit, or maybe it was just an allegation. Uh, there was an allegation. Right, right. But anyway, yeah, whatever. I mean, the uh, the the the, re, the result of the Super Bowl and and Jared Goff putting up extra stanky ass numbers, and them only and that team only getting three points. In the Super Bowl versus the yeah. Patriot defense, that is average at best. Mm. I I never even saw this dude until maybe halfway through the Super Bowl. I didn't see him through the regular season. I'm afraid. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. am too. Um, I mean, people bring up yeah, people bring up Dave Shula. I mean, the, the comparison Ooh, is only there based on this: the Bengals and age. But you know, I, my, I have other concerns. Um, one. And again, I know that the league is based on who you know, what you know, and nothing but nepotism. Like, I get that. But it seems like he took it to an extreme level. He, I mean, he literally hired every, and I'm going to keep it 100, every white person that he knew from somewhere, he hired on this damn staff. He brought that one dude, the, the, the line the coach, coach, Jim Turner, out of the mothballs. Yeah. Of, yeah, I mean, they brought him out, the bully coach from wherever. He hired Callahan's son off the Raiders staff, who's just about as young as he is. I'm just like, what in the world? And then the thought was like, okay, the pattern is you get your young coach, you hire the defensive coordinator that's a grizzled veteran. Everybody was like, oh, well, Jack Del Rio is going to come in for this job or whatever. He had no ties to Zach Taylor. And then Zach Taylor, and then he doesn't hire freaking Del Rio. And I was like, oh, if they get Del Rio, I'll be straight. And they don't hire Del Rio. And they go through this long process of not having. Okay, sorry about that, y'all. We had just a little technical difficulty uh, as the uh, audio cut out there. But anyway, we were just—I was going on and on, essentially, about not necessarily digging the new hires from Zach uh, Taylor. And that you know, we went from one of the most diverse staffs in football to like a staff that has a, just a bunch of dudes that Zach Taylor knew and hung out with. And you know, I just don't think that that's necessarily a great idea. Now. You know, and they struggled to find a defensive coordinator, Hutch, and nobody wanted the damn job. Right. Uh, didn't Graciano, Jack Del Rio, there was a, I think it was Del Rio. More. That was def- I think well, that they said Del Rio Florida was the defensive job, coordinator. Yeah, he didn't think he'd be a good fit. And I think it was probably because he was Jack Del Rio was like, yeah, if you mess this up, I'm going to take your job, little man. <laughs> and, you know, he probably didn't want that kind of pressure, you know, on top of him or underneath him or however it works. And, you know, they, they went through a long period of time, saying, man, without a defensive coordinator. Yeah, way long. Wasn't it like uh, three weeks or something like that or whatever the hell it was after they finally hired uh, Taylor? And, um, I mean, it, it was a joke. It was like, yeah, nobody, you just said it, nobody wanted the job. So we, we were just kind of like, oh, man, this is Bengals of old vintage right here. Nobody wants to come here to take the damn nobody job. Nobody so. wants a, a damn near $2 million a year job. Hmm. Well, there's that. 
And, uh, you know, I think, and I can't remember the defense coordinator's job at Florida or whatever, a part of his thing was, at least if you read, you know, the rumors, was that Grantham. y'all got no talent, like, on defense. Yeah, yeah. Todd Grant, thank you. And, Hutch, you you remember our days from being in Georgia. That he sucks. Sucked, we might have dodged right. a bullet on that. He sucked <laughs> ass. <laughs> right, he sucked yeah, ass. And, and in the draft, I mean, all these Georgia players were going first round, second round, all pro this and that, and but at Georgia, them motherfuckers suck. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that was. I mean, they I was, like when people were talking about that, I was like, man, Todd Grantham is asshole. I don't know what we're thinking about hiring him for. Um, okay, so yeah, so now they hire some dude from the Giants. I don't even write his name down because I don't know that it even matters. I think he was the defensive backs coach or quality yeah. control or something to that effect. With of course, he knew Zach Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Exactly. It's gonna start with many L's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, if he, you know, he's coming in, and you know, I mean, I, I listened to his press conference or whatever. I, it's just, I mean, okay, you're not gonna really know anything until the, you know, bullets start flying. But it just, it wasn't an inspiring hire. Jack Del Rio would have been an inspiring hire because you yeah. could trust that things were gonna get done. His right. name is when you Lou hire the- Anna Rumo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some Italian dude, right? Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Paisan, hey. Uh, so, whatever. Jabroni. I just, yeah. I, he, I, does that name inspire any version of confidence in you? And as a better, bigger question, has Zach Taylor done anything to inspire any confidence in you in terms of hiring for staff? The answer is, fuck no. <laughs> exactly. Sandman, same question. Any yeah. like anything, any hire, you're like, oh man, that's you know that's a good hire. Anything. The only thing that cat's done right so far is that he's not Marvin, and that I mean, hell, in, in a year we might be, <laughs> we might be. Uh, it's just like, damn, you remember when we had Marvin? We, he was a good coach. Uh, God, uh, God forbid us if that stuff yeah. shit starts happening. So mm. uh, the answer is no. This cat, I don't care for him already. So yeah. I have no, I have, he's, nothing has been inspiring about anything that he's done. All right. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, there was the concerns about the hiring. Um, yes. All we are is now younger. And, again, that necessarily needs to be a bad thing. There's been talk that Marvin and his staff had a hard time relating to the younger players or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. It's football. Like, to me, like a version of that needs to be like, you know, you're here, you're getting paid millions of dollars or whatever, and I want you to get every single dollar. It's not that. But, I mean, if somebody needs to motivate you to do your job like that, then, because ah, Marvin ain't on Twitter or Facebook or some shit like that. I mean, that seems a little off to me, but I'm old also. It is who they over right. And I understand you got, it's your job to do this, do that. Man, when you taking that, when you think of, I'm a, I'm a Bengal, I mean that right there is like shit. I'm I'm fighting for the damn Polish uh, war machine or something. I mean you're between fucking the. I mean the Patriots are way way up there. You got to fight the Pittsburgh every motherfucking week or every you know couple of games. You got Baltimore. Everybody on them teams got rings, and and you ain't got shit. And you getting cracked on. Are you got the ugliest uniform in the damn league and. I mean, your coach is a one shit. Your teammate did shit. I mean, that shit get what can wear on you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we're going to bring a segment back if you're listeners to any of our other podcasts. We buried the, the segment a few, it's been a few months ago, probably close to a year ago, about the STFUs. But we are going to give one to a former Bengal here at the end of this podcast. But we'll get to that later. All right, so that's first down. Second down, free agency. My note says, sigh. Uh, like I said, we've been done new day. This is a we've been done new day. A free agency opens. There's talk, you know, whether it be new Bengals fans or maybe they got inspired by Zach Taylor. They just done with Marvin or whatever. The thought that the Bengals were going to jump into free agency and do something. And my whole process was, yeah, exactly, exactly. There's, if you, you literally haven't been watching long enough if you thought anything different was going to happen. Yeah, it, maybe not. And so it's really the same old show as the first day of free agency starts. And it, 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 to be honest with you, though, Hutch, too, there is a portion of it that's like, man, y'all are giving millions of dollars to some average-ass players. And I don't know that the Bengals should be engaging in those types of things either because some people that obviously would be better on the Bengals, they are mortgaging, uh, people are mortgaging versions of their future to sign, you know, Quan Russell to $52 million. So he ain't no $52 million linebacker. Hunter. No, he is not. It's, they should change it yeah, free so. agency to fucking team slavery because, right, you're, you're, I mean, you're putting yeah. in a whole lot of fucking money for some dudes that, I mean, that ain't worth it really. I mean, the first-tier first dudes... Yeah. Are I mean they got the talent, but for the most part, the reason why they're free agent is because there's such a fucking head case that the other team is like, just go the fuck away. Yeah, and there's also like you know I mean, we've seen this. I mean since free agency began or whatever, people get money, they lose their hunger, and in two years they're playing one year deals. Like you know, or they signed a bad deal. The team wanted to get like maybe two more years out of them before they were you know just kind of used up. And, it, and that's not how the Bengals operate. And in theory, you should operate that way. In theory. And only use free agency to fill in, like, minor holes. But that means if you're drafting really well so you don't have gapes. And the Bengals got gaping damn holes. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's not any different. So, I'm going to go through the list of the signings that they did do. I'm gonna, Maybe I'll touch Can, on some of you have, left or whatever. Do you have the, but, the music for taps? <laughs> but it's probably it's probably the more of the Benny Hill theme song when you get near the end. Uh, all right, so let's. Tyler Eifert comes back on a one-year deal. Uh, it looked like he was coming back from the beginning. His workout videos were from inside the Bengals stadium. You know, he was still rehabbing there. He, I read that when he signed, he's like, I felt comfortable here. You know, whatever. Tyler Eifert's back. Again, three and one with him. Can we give a uh, grade to this shit? Before the Yeah, if you can. So go ahead. We can do A to F. A to F. Will you get re signing Eifert is a C a flat C, man. Mm-hmm. Sandman, Tyler Eifert. I give him a C plus because the upside is actually pretty decent if and this is the biggest if in the planet Earth's history, if he can stay healthy. Uh, he's, he's he's actually a very good tight end, but uh, can, can he use yeah, a wheelchair like out I there? Said, biff. Yeah, you might as well <laughs> get pre, well, the pre-injury um, uh, yeah. stuff out of the way. Yeah, so uh, there, there's little well, risk. There. Word on the st- yeah, word on the street. Word on the street was is that the Bengals had his ass on a pitch count 
But then when they realize, like, hey, this nigga can play still, we need to get him out there on all these plays so we can score all these points because the defense is terrible. And the offense is terrible, then he too. he was out there too much, and then he wound up getting injured. So if they can stay with the pitch count and make sure that he doesn't, is not exposed as much. And, you know, this is a Marvin Hateism for me. He was forever trying to take people and make them into what he thought they should be. As opposed Instead to what, what they, they are. Really were, Tyler yeah, Eifert yeah. is a receiving tight end, man. Stop getting yes. him on the line. Stop having him block. He is a flexed out big ass wide receiver. Put him out there on linebackers and safeties. This is a mismatch for everybody. He should be grumped. Does he does he have any and, speed left? All these injuries, who knows? Right. He, well, he's he's he what has he got left? Sure. He's about to be what, twenty nine? Uh he got the knees sure, of a seventy year old. I mean, mm. you talk about cartilage and fucking Elmer's glue all. I mean, he's fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll give it. I'll give it a B just because. I mean, he's obviously a game changer when he's there, but you just can't depend on him being there. Water changer yeah. when he's there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So next up. Keeping in the tight ends. We lose Tyler Croft. He goes off to who? the Bills. That's the exchange between Cincinnati and Tyler Croft. I, I heard you. The exchange who? of. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. All right. And CJ. Seals and CJ Uzama uh, signed. Yeah. CJ mm-hmm. Uzama resigns. Um, he's really the only healthy tight end they had essentially all year. He's gotten progressively better every single year that he's been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, catching, blocking, whatever. Uh, he re-signs with the team. He was really their only healthy tight end at that point anyway once Croft left. So it was a given that he was coming back or it would have made tight end an early uh, draft minus. priority. Uh, yeah, C minus. <laughs> Man, what grade you got? <laughs> I give it another flat C. I mean, I, I don't get excited about dude. I know he has had a couple games where he's caught some, some passes, but yeah, he don't impress me really. So right. it's a C. That don't impress me much. Whoa. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I would go with a solid C for C for CJ Uzama as well. Um, he is what he is. I mean, you know, he's a solid number two or three or tight end. Four. That's basically what he is. And that's all he is. He's, well, a, he's yeah. a third tackle. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think he's gotten a little bit better now. I won't say that he's that bad, but – I, I think he's a little better than that, but I, I, he's not like he. Ain't, nobody's game planning for CJ Uzama. Right. Um, right. Like you know, we got to know where he is on the floor <laughs> or on the field. Tom. All right. right. Okay. Uh, their next signing, they finally get out of the uh, out of signing up their own free agents, if you want to call them that. Uh, they sign a right guard, John Miller from Buffalo, uh, to play that position that uh, Alex Redmond. Uh, shit on for 16 <laughs> games last year. Okay, so. What what is this fucking Buffalo to or Buffalo to Cincinnati pipeline of yeah. crap? The, the, the connection of crap. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. Because uh, I mean, and honestly, it's just like they're exchanging. Literally, you're exchanging turds right. with one another. It's like, mm, yeah, look so at my right. turn. Like, yeah. oh, no, no, no. This look is a solid turd. Players. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is a solid yeah. turd. Oh, this turd's got raisins in it. I mean, it's the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. still a turd. Um, yeah. With that being said, before I go back to that, we forgot that uh, I forgot Preston forgot Brown to sign another Buffalo you, you, you missed another yeah. one, too. Well, no, we're getting to that in a second. That's the last one. No, 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 that's the last oh, one. Okay. I'm not done. I'm All just right. saying. I have him in order of 
of less. I have them in order of less angry to angry. Um, so yeah, Preston Brown. This is another thing too. Dudes would come to Cincinnati and never had done one thing before, but get to Cincinnati and do it. So Preston Brown comes in the league. He's in the league four years, never missed a game. Comes to Cincinnati, miss half the game. Oh, Malay. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. What? What was that nigga? The, the law firm? Uh, the law firm? What was his name, Hutch? The law firm? What was his name? The law firm. The running back. From, oh, he went from the Jarvis uh, Green Ellis to Cincinnati. What was his name? Yeah, but Jarvis never fumbled before. Get to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Get to the Bengals. Got Vaseline all through his booty tips and fingers. So, I mean, <laughs> you just can't win, man. You just can't win. You just Anthony. cannot win with this team. Yeah, it's terrible. So, yeah, so grade for Preston Brown coming back, you really couldn't tell. I heard he said he's not going to be fat anymore because the league don't have fat linebackers yeah, anymore. That's what so, his mouth said. Uh, he's yeah. trying to drop, like, he's trying to drop 20 pounds. So, see, uh, Preston Brown, Hutch, re-signing grade. F. Damn. <laughs> Sad man. I ain't going to give him an F, but I'll give him a C- minus because he's rather unimpressive, too. Yeah, it's hard to even know how good he could have been because yeah, he, was he got never hurt. On the field. We don't really know. Right. We don't know. He got hurt in game. He got hurt in game one and was hobbled the whole season. Yep. So, but I mean, he's he is a throwback linebacker, throwback. much like the yeah, one we're throwing back here in Buffalo. A bit. Sorry, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well done, sir. Well done. I, that, <laughs> you set him up. I'll knock him down. All right. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, Preston Brown. So, yeah, back to John Miller. Yeah, right guard. Alex Redmond's terrible. For some reason, they're going to, I think they're going to re sign him, or they did re sign him uh, to come back. I don't know if to back up. I don't know if to carry water bottles. I don't know if to beat niggas. I don't know what he's supposed to be doing there. But he's, I think he's still there. Or maybe he's restricted. I'm like, he's restricted in a lot of ways. Talent restricted. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, talent restricted. He was a turnstile. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Well, not as bad as the other one, but we're getting there. Oh, yeah, but so right. John Miller, right guard. I saw some videos or whatever. They say, I mean, he can't be as bad as Alex Redman. Like that's just not logical and possible. Mm. So I mean, I've heard that this is a somewhat of an upgrade. He's more athletic. The new uh, uh, offensive line coach. He likes bigger offensive he linemen. So he fits that bill. Ah, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, so John Miller, Hutch. John Miller. Wasn't he, in, wasn't he in that group Boston? No, anyway, F. <laughs> oh, Jesus. F. Dang. Sandman. Uh, until I see more, I'll give him a C minus, too. Okay. I'm giving it incomplete because I don't know anything incomplete. about it. I mean, watching tape is nothing. Yeah, it's an incomplete. <laughs> man, you, you can't really his work. He's never played here. You seen his work, man. Yeah, hey, if he coming to the Bengals, that already tell you he's a damn D player. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> hey, man! If somebody that deals with people to transfer to their, if somebody that deals with kids to transfer to his job late all the time, sometimes an I is the best thing you can give somebody. <laughs> you know, like, look, man. <laughs> man, look, dude. This is the best I can do for you at this man. point. Um, so. <laughs> There's no extra credit right, in this uh, in this game, sir. That motherfucker gets an F. Good to know. Mm-hmm. All right, so the other the other free agent that they signed was some. I didn't even put his name in here, but maybe uh, little, little the littlest Hutch can tell us. 
some cornerback that they signed, probably because the uh, Darquez Denard is going Denard to be uh, departing. Yeah, the Denard replacement, who was you know just probably a little bit worse than Dequez. Yeah, but uh, first round, pick. I don't even know. Yeah, and he's a first round like uh yeah, he definitely didn't leave up to his first round potential. They thought he could be Leon Hall and he wasn't. Um, you know, as much as we run Leon Hall, at least Leon Roll was serviceable and could start all the time and not just be like a third. That's not the only thing though. They they didn't let him play he's an outside press corner and what do they play him at? On the inside in the slot for his entire time here. And that's Marvin Marvin being Marvin. I blame Marvin for that. And that is a Marv, too. You know, he's a press corner, but I don't know that he had the speed, Hutch, to be dealing with, like, you know, regular, you know, cornerbacks or regular wide receivers all the time. And he was just – he's just serviceable, right. you know. That was, he sent that thing out the other day. Talent would yeah. make if – you, if you have the talent, believe me, you will – I mean, they'll put you in, a, in a, a place where you can shine. I mean, it's not – it's the Bengals, yo. I mean, if he had the talent, they would have put him in a spot to, you know, like I said, shine. He was getting burnt crispy and all his – every time he had a chance. Oh, my God, What's another 10-yard pass in front of too. him. He, he stank. Yeah. yeah but he, got, he was somebody that got – in his first two seasons, too, was spent on the bench. But this is also something, too. Even when he could have gotten valuable experience and time, Marv putting out there, tweeting Terrence Newman – and, you know, Pac-Man and any corner that they could sign that was over the age of 30, like, you know, and not playing these young kids. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been through this whole thing with Marvin not wanting to play some of these young dudes. And maybe he's right. Maybe they roll out a bunch of these freaking wet behind the ears kids next year and they stink. And we'll be like, man, Marvin's right. you got to play some veterans or whatever. But people were just not getting opportunities and chances. And I think that, you know, kind of hurt things a little bit, too. Um but I don't know who this dude is. My son said his name is B.W. Webb, which sounds like a yeah, bad law firm, too. Yeah. I, heard, um, I heard he's been with and, six different teams. That'll give you an idea who he is. Yeah, exactly. And they gave him a multi-year deal, no less, that's, too. That's so, Bingle that's for being Bingle. That's the, that's the yeah, Bingle so way. That's, yeah, that's a, solid, that's a solid F from me, uh, Sandman. I'd be nice and give him a D-. minus. I wish you was grading my papers, Hutch. What you a got? A fucking F. Yeah. Can I give him a G? Because it's really like worse than an F. Um, I can't give him an H. Oh, oh, a J. How about a J yeah, for bad. joke? A J. Yeah, that is a joke. Um, it's bad. Right. So, um, so just, so, I mean, um, I'm just yeah. right now, I'm looking at my, you know, let me put my Madden team together here. And uh, so far, we've got like... <laughs> We just named about three fifties, and I mean this this team is going to so these dudes are supposed to start. Yeah. I think this is the plan. I think they plan they they tanking. Not they're not saying it, but I think they're going to tank so they can get a quarterback and get rid of Dalton finally. But see, I, I we're going to talk about that later in, in the fourth right. quarter, so don't give that away. But I, I kind of vaguely, sort of, at this moment in time, disagree with that. Um, the last signing, which is the one that angers me the most. Now, let me tell you this story really fast. Okay, so I live in – no, I, I live in Lula, part of Florida. I used to live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, and a friend of mine that I used to work with, her husband, um, 
he uh, fixes cars, you know, like that's what he does. Not like, oh, the transmission is broke. Like he'll like make your car, like soup it up, make it look good or whatever, that kind of thing. Like, oh, okay, cool. So she texted me a few weeks ago. Like, oh, you know, her husband, you know, I guess I'll shout him out because she didn't listen to this thing. So her husband, Peter, um, works on, he worked on this car. He, so she texted me or whatever. She was like, hey, um, Peter worked on this dude's, this football player's car or whatever this weekend or whatever. And he like, he really liked the dude, blah, blah, blah. He said he played for the Bengals. I was like, oh, for real? What was his name? He was like, oh, Bobby Hart. He was like really excited for talking to him. He's like really wanted to like meet him and, you know, like going to follow the Bengals next year. And my text back to her, and I don't know if I kept it, was, um, he might not even be in the league next year. <laughs> okay, so free agency starts. <laughs> hey, fuck! <laughs> so free agency starts, and the Bengals sign not not just sign Bobby Hart. They sign him for three years and twenty one million dollars, and he <sighs> is ass terrible, awful. I mean, he couldn't have been any worse. Mr. False Start, Mr. Hold, Mr. I mean, he was flailing out there, like trying to kick people with his legs as they rushed past him, pushed him over. I mean, I don't know how in the world they saw anything in that dude. You you literally bid against yourself. There was nobody looking for Bobby Hart. Not Hart's even face. the AFF. Nobody. I don't even think. Nobody. I don't even think Bobby Hart's family was looking for Bobby Hart. All right. <laughs> so, I'd, rather, I'd rather get Kevin Hart. I, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least he could probably trip somebody. Hell, shit! Oh my god, I did. Now, in in a in the same breath, I did read the bill, and we know the Bengals are not stupid with their money. I did read the bill. The real the first year of the deal is really the only one that's guaranteed. It's like five point six million dollars in year one, so it's really a one year deal. They still get out stealing of money. Yeah, money. Next year. But he's still stealing yeah, that, money. That's yes, too much. Straight yes. up. Yeah. Yeah. That he, I mean, honestly, he went up there with a mask and a freaking a ski mask and a gun to freaking Paul Brown Stadium and robbed them. Did, did he? Did he put on a seventy-eight jersey terrible. from eighty-one or something? Man, listen, oh exactly. My, oh I don't know. Oh my god! But I was, I, I oh, was shocked with anybody. Oh, what the fuck? Something. Shit! And, and look at the, the his shadow. Max Montoya's shadow is better than this yeah. asshole. Well, bully, bully coach, bully coach went out in his press conference to go on to say that, like, oh, you know, he's a good player. He's got a wide ass. He can do all these types of things. I mean, and to the fact that he, he like, called him you know, tremendous. Hey, he, said, he, he went, he went over and up, above yeah. and up beyond. He called him a tremendous player. Yeah, he he basically got him paid. And this out. And this should have told us something because, like, they were like, oh, hey, you coach Cedric you at Texas A&M. You know, what do you think about him? Well, we're going to look to see, you know. Have good luck someplace else. So, um, but you trying to tell me that this dude is is tremendous? And it, uh, come on, man! Like, how did you see the tape of anything last year and say he's tremendous? He's tremendously awful. Mm-hmm. So uh, the bully bully coach did not watch one fucking player. This dude. Okay, so if he would have watched, he was bully coach. I mean, I'd have been like, what? I mean, what the fuck is this? Bully Coach is lucky to be back in the league, and the only reason he's in the league is because Zach Taylor is in the league as a head coach, and he shouldn't be there. Like, he this be is there. where I'm getting to as we go through this whole thing. Well, he should be there, just not as a head coach, and definitely not as a Cincinnati Bengal. So, uh, yeah, that, that's, again, if I could give it, yep, if I could have given it a G on the Bobby Hart sign, and I would have, because 
that was some premonition that that lady called or texted me about that junk because I was like, that dude's awful. Shouldn't even be playing in football. Shouldn't be finding a new job. So that's terrible. He was so, sucking yeah, so that flag football. Bengals free agency. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah. Th- that was their free agency. And uh, to be honest with you, this has been worse than free agency has been in a while. Well, Cedric boy, you left. He goes. We to kicked his ass out. Tyler Croft mm-hmm. went to Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he'd be lucky if he even makes the team. I heard Jake Fisher's got a tryout with uh, the Titans, but he's trying to drop weight and go to tight end. Dequez Denard. Oh my God. Yeah, he's a yeah. Uh, Dequez Denard, he had a visit in Kansas City, but I don't think anything happened from Nobody there. He might wind up back in Cincinnati. He might a BS deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because be there's nobody too. looking for his services. Yeah. So how in the world did they – how did they overplay their hand on damn Bobby Hart? That just makes no sense. <sighs> I, and I was like, I was y'all, just, do, y'all agreed to that just, deal – Two yeah. days ahead of time. Hold on, I'm sorry. They agreed yeah. to that day two, head, two days ahead of time before free agency opened. They could have backed out on Wednesday. I was like, come on. Y'all should see that nobody else or everybody's making fun of you for this. Just back out of the deal. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's going to say anything. Exactly. Did anybody? Sorry, did go it, ahead, oh, Sam. Sorry. Yes, Sam. You got it. Uh, yeah, real quick. Like I was listening to the uh, BBP podcast, and they said the only thing they could think of is that they didn't like – anybody they saw in the draft and they were panicking then they just and as a desperate measure they signed this guy just so they would have somebody and that's that's very weak by the way and I don't really agree with it but that's the only thing I can think of why they would sign this sorry motherfucker because he gave up 11 sacks last year just to give you an idea of how what kind of quality starter this cat is he's a and and all the holdings and all the I mean, and the yes, all-star. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. awful. He's not even. He's not even. Should be in the NFL. They could have brought back Big Titty, huh? They could. And, and, and as a stopgap, if you were going to draft somebody, he's better than Bobby Hart, even at this. Can our, I think our offensive line just got worse. It didn't get better. It's a possibility. It didn't get better. I mean, it did. Well, I don't know about worse, but it definitely didn't get better. It definitely didn't. You know, get I don't know. This dude, this dude, this Rich Miller dude, or John Miller, whatever, freaking Johnny Miller, Bodie Miller, whatever his name is, <laughs> he can't be worse than Alex Redmond. There's no. nobody worse than no, Alex Redmond. Be, that dude nobody can be worse than him. There's nobody that could be worse than Alex Redmond. So, it, it, by default, they got a little bit better. But I, I hear what you're saying. Um, what in the world? All right. Dang. Question. Let's get to halftime, y'all. And, and we went to score already. We're already down 21. We're, we're down by 30 going 20. into halftime. Yeah, exactly. Going yeah. into halftime. Not a good look. Um, we usually do this, if you listen to this podcast before, we usually swing around the AFC North at the end of the podcast. But because the offseason has been so volatile and hectic, we're going to do it here in halftime to kind of give it its due. Um, so let's swing around the AFC North. Uh, lots of changes. Uh, let's start with the Ravens. Uh, they send Flacco to Denver, and Denver John Elway should be without a job as well. Yeah. Um, because if you <laughs> watch sure. Joe Flacco play, that dude cannot play football anymore. I mean, he is bad, right. bad. There ain't gonna be no catching the lightning in the bottle like he did with Peyton Manning or whatever. Like that's not gonna happen again. He's terrible. He can't move. He can't throw. He's gunshot. I mean, there's just nothing. I mean, the Bengals was regularly whipping his tail feather for the last three. That's or four our only win that's, in, that's the, in the division sign. last year. Yeah, 
Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. um, so they also lose C.J. Mosley. And what's that big lip linebacker dude? I can't stand him. What's Sub, his name? Scrub. Um, Sub. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, Sub. 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 Yeah, he's gone. I hate that nigga. And um, yeah, he's gone. Uh, they signed Ingram from New Orleans. I think they signed some other wide receiver, or whatever. I mean, they're in full. They're in full transition mode. Yeah. Uh, no, Eric Weddle left as well. Yeah, he left. Yeah, Eric he Weddle left. Yeah. yeah. They're in full transition mode as Ozzie Newsom retires. Um, they are, yeah, they are in transition mode. They've already did their quarterback switch and switched over to Lamar Jackson. So they're in like full, not rebuild mode, but they've already started that process of change. And you know, they could have, should have made the playoffs they last year. The playoffs. They did make the playoffs last they year. They did make it. Yeah. They so they lost I mean, right. yeah. yeah. Once they made the switch to Lamar Jackson, so you know they're they're in a better place. Mm. They tend to find defensive talent, but it'll be interesting to see who's ever's picking players for them now. If, you know, if they have the Matt, the the oddest, the Aussie touch, um, yeah. to see if they can still keep getting players. Um, the Steelers. Uh, lose Antonio Brown uh, did his best mm-hmm. T.O. impression to get out and he got out, gets over to get the Raiders out. Le'Veon Bell departs to the Jets uh, they're putting all their chips on a 36 year old quarterback who's never been big for um, being in shape and definitely not a leader, clearly yeah. because people want to get the hell away from him what's up with the Steelers huh? I, I, I feel like we're going to get one of those situations where they get we get the coach and player retire at the same time when him and Omar Epps go at the same time huh? uh, yeah that probably will that probably will happen so I mean he's already in the HOF he I mean he's just playing out the he's on the road pro- program retired on active duty yeah and uh, that might be the only team we well damn we got. We actually might have a, the best chance of beating the Steelers. That might be the best team to beat next year. Mm. Yeah. Well, as I was explaining to my son, whenever you got a Hall of Fame quarterback, you're really not out of anything. You know, he's like, "Oh, ap has gone." And I was like, "Yeah, they got Ju- they got Juju though, and they got that other kid they drafted last year." And, you know, and Ben Roethlisberger makes quarter makes wide receivers better. And Antonio Brown's gonna find that out in Oakland when Derek Carr's throwing in the ball. Damn he's not a freaking Hall of Famer, and it's it's freaking Derek Carr. He'll find out quick enough. And but he won't. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the, the Raiders. You want to talk about that? You want to talk about a nuclear bomb ready to go off? They got. I mean, this is yeah. the Raiders from the seventies and eighties, where I mean, this is yeah. one one bad loss or yeah. one this or that, and that play is gonna blow the blank up. Yeah, he got his money, Man, though, so I mean, that's all he really cared about. So it doesn't matter. He got his money. Um, he didn't win nothing, so yeah, so it, happy. Yeah. yeah. This is one of the first years where Roethlisberger wasn't talking about retiring at the end of the season. You know, obviously he kept his mouth closed as, you know, as the malcontents have been run off. But he's also in a situation that if they do struggle next year, it's all going to be put on him. I mean, but he's got a built-in anyway, excuse, But if they struggle... Well, yeah, but he, also yeah. he ran those people right, right. off with there's, you know. But do you know, like, there's one yeah. more, there's one more, uh, ugh, there's one more colored person to go before he goes. Yeah, <laughs> they may run him. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think yeah. I was surprised that he didn't get run. To be honest with you, after their their collapse, I'd be uh, to be honest with you, I thought they would run him out, and they didn't. You know, but it's a stable organization. Right. They're going to do what they're going to do. Oh, the Super Bowl are so heavy. Yeah, and they got a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's easier to stay when you have one of those. 
exactly. Yeah, he gets the benefit of the doubt. And the Steelers like, kind of have, they kind of have that same philosophy that the Bengals try to, they, they try to imitate them, that they don't like to fire coaches and they'll stay with uh, yeah. coaches a lot longer than they probably should. I mean, it's a lot easier when you're winning games and not embarrassing yourself like the Bengals are, but yeah, so they can do it a lot longer. And they do, and and in their defense too. And I hate for freaking defending the Steelers here. They're also people that don't participate in free agency. You know, mm-hmm. they draft people for their system Same and thing. keep them in the system. And then when they're done, and when they're done with you, they're done with you. Like, all right, you know, Chad Brown, go ahead, get your money. All right, Le- Levon Kirkland, go get your money someplace else. We are not paying <laughs> you a bunch of money to live out your gold years in Pittsburgh. You got to go. Yeah. And then they find somebody to replace you. You know, they haven't been as good at that defensively, especially in the last few years. But, again, you got a Hall of Fame quarterback. You can cover up all kinds of shit with that. And the AFC North. Yeah, and well, that's leading straight into the Cleveland Browns, who have been the offseason darlings of – I I, I didn't tweet this the other day, but I meant to, is that – uh, X Packers Matthew signs with the Rams. Hutch, oh. just, uh, our producer, Little as Hutch, just pushed that yeah. to me. All right, so um, I almost tweeted this out. Like to be honest with you, I haven't listened to or watched Sports Center or listened to Sports in the Car in several days, pretty much since the eight the the signing from Antonio Brown and then everything with OBJ or whatever to the Browns or whatever. Because all Sports Center is is Browns and Zion Williams dick riding. And I just can't take it anymore. Like, I just can't. Like, I just can't. And so I haven't watched anything. But the Browns, they make this huge trade to get um, Odell Beckham Jr. Um, They sign. They trade for Olivier Vernon from the Giants. And former Bengal Kevin Zeitler gets sent to to New York. Uh, I mean, they have really pushed all their chips. They also got Kareem Hunt, too, and. Yeah, Kareem Hunt, who gets an eight-game suspension oh, yeah, yeah. as well, which is probably not nearly long enough for what he his transgression. Um, but he'll mess it up. Don't worry. Um, so yeah, so everybody's on the Browns. Oh, you know they're going to be this, they're going to be that. And they got and a lot of draft picks still too. Yeah, well they pushed, they lost their first for the OBJ thing, and I think a third yes. or something like that. But yeah, they still got a, they got a lot of draft capital and, and cash. They right. have a bunch they of got, cash. They, they got Again, a lot of that. They're doing pretty good. But a lot of that also – Yeah, a lot of that also went away, you know, for the the trade for um, Beckham Jr. But yada, yada, yada. Um, One, the league is not built on, you know, like these quick changes like that. And two, if you don't think that curse is real, y'all keep cheering for the Browns and see what happens. That's not a city that deals well with um, front-runner status. (laughs) It does not deal well with it. And or, as or soon luck. as they lose that, because, you know, well, because the league, because they are of dick riding status as well. Like, oh, you know what? Y'all should have that Thursday night game against the Patriots to open the season. Yeah, okay. And they're going to go into Foxborough and get beat 57 to 3. <laughs> and then it's going to be like, well, what happened to the Browns? No, this is exactly what's going to happen to the Browns. This is exactly who they are. And. You, you'll, I mean, you'll see. Like, it's just, I mean, it's inevitable. Like, I mean, if anybody's just like, oh, the Browns gonna be, just, you know, it's it's hard to be the lead oh. dog. It really is. And they got a quarterback who really believes his press yeah. clippings. Like, he really believes like all of them. 
And, you know, he did play well. I'm not trying to say that, but it's much, it's much more difficult to play from front runner status than it is to play from, like, oh, as, nobody believes in a status. It's going to be a As of right now, who and, do you think is going to win the North? I would make them the favorites, too. Maybe behind, or maybe, I'd say the Ravens are probably the favorite because they're younger. Um, but it's between the Ravens and the, and the, and the Browns. But you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not really gonna count Ben Roethlisberger out after 16. I'm, I'm just, really I'm just asking. Game? I mean, the the North is a, uh, the North is really a toss it's up fluid. between them. <clears throat> excuse me, them three teams. Yeah. And yep, if the, if, if the Bengals had, it's completely uh, in play. About four or five decent more players. I mean, they could put their toe in the water, but but I think the yeah. Bengals are almost sure, yeah. certainly gonna be land. <laughs> Yeah, forget yeah. about that. Um, yes. So yeah, it's it, it'll be interesting to see. But the curse is real, y'all. If you the curse is real. If you don't know anything about Cleveland and Ohio sports, that curse is real as hell. <laughs> believe it against your best wishes. Best up, bet all your money at Vegas on the Browns because you believe in them. But you're gonna be so heartbroken. Or definitely that first that first playoff game if they do make it, it's gonna be a heartbreaker. Yeah, it's something bad gonna happen. This is the giving me. I mean, think how seriously. Think how hard LeBron had to work to break that curse for one year, just one. Yeah, just and, one year. Think and, how hard he had to work and to break all that the quote unquote breaks it, it took for them to get that one. Correct. Uh, exactly. Down three yeah. one. The league wanted. Uh, oh boy, yeah, gets the suspended. An extra game. People get hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. It ain't yeah. It is what it is. And then he leaves them again, by the way, because that's a curse. Anyway, all right. <laughs> so let's run out the tunnel and get our stretches in. Uh, try to beat down this lead. Uh, uh, beat down this lead, Hush. Uh, and we start the third quarter. I Dog said we were going to introduce some music, man. I think we got some uh, boys to men. You know, it's so hard to say goodbye <laughs> to yesterday. Don't make me hit that note though. Uh, it was two days ago. The Cincinnati Bengals cut. Uh, seven-year veteran Vontez Burfick. Uh, you count suspensions about uh, shit. He missed about a yeah, year. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, you have to cut the years out for a suspension. He's really only a six-year veteran. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he gets cut. Uh, it was if the writing was on the wall. Uh, word on the streets was <clears throat> he's not as good as he used to be. He kind of lost his physicality. He was fat. Uh, he was uh, taking plays off. He was kind of running free reign on the defense. When he came back from suspension, Marvin Lewis said it's time to wrestle with the bear again. Uh, you know, there was just way too much going on. He had essentially zero accountability, and Marvin was covering up for his flaws just because Marvin is that dude. Um, yep. So he gets cut, signs with the Raiders today. I wasn't sure. I didn't see the, the particulars, but if it was more than a one-year deal, a one-year deal, which makes sense. So it's probably no guarantees. So it's probably no guarantees he makes the team. But he'll yeah. make the team. Yeah. So yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, um, so yeah, a dude's a complete head case. He was our head case for seven years. So, Hodge, you put you you text in the chain. It was like, all right. So, what was your best and worst Tez memories, Hodge? My best memory was that interception in the playoff game versus the Steelers in '15, and that pretty should have won the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Should have. Should have. Yeah. Pretty much. 
Sandman the same, or you got a different Taz memory? No, no, that was it, because that was that was that was going to break the curse. We had finally beat Pittsburgh at home, in front of the crowd. Everything was good. A minute and twenty some seconds to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And and then his and then his worst memory comes then, essentially, you know, minute ten later, minutes later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can, and again, and you well, and you can also. You can also say like, "Oh, that's a cheap call, especially that late in the game." But you know, he never got the sense that like, dude, like you are a marked man. Like you can't do these types of things because your transgressions are going to be viewed oh, differently than everybody else's transgression because of your past. And he never got that. No, he just he's just a head case. He, I mean, yeah. his his he just went red. He went. He would go red. Yeah. His eyes would turn red. <laughs> He would. I mean, he like I said, he did. He got in a fight in the damn training camp with the Bengals because he went low on his own fucking player. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> damn. And and it's the reason. It's the reason he was undrafted. It was the reason the Bengals were able to sign him for a case bucks. of beer. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it was, it was nothing because he was. Everybody knew he had talent, but everybody knew he was a head case. Exactly. And every year he come into he gets suspended. He come into camp fat, take about three weeks to play in the shape, and then before you know he would make a difference. But now, as you get older, you I think he had seven known concussions. You know, at this no. point, like I mean, you know, no he's, yeah, he's still a football player, and you know, the shelf life is the shelf life. You know, so I mean, how much does he really have left? I mean, honestly, how much could you possibly have? And, and I mean, I don't think, I don't think he has anything. I think it's zero. I, he, he, I think he got one more. And now that he is, now that his comfort zone is taken away, I, I mean, and he's with the Raiders. The Raiders are gonna let him do almost what the fuck he wants, just as long as he makes some plays. Yeah. And he'll Probably. make he'll make two or three good plays, but he'll he'll go low on somebody. He'll get some hits. He's a he's an automatic yeah, he'll he's an automatic hit. personal foul. Um. I mean, just, <laughs> I mean, ESPN. The the one uh, uh, you didn't, we didn't get to the worst play that I can remember. But ESPN used to all when they played the Falcons, like what was that six or seven years ago? And they show they got a picture of him just sitting there cranking on the tight end's leg. Just, I mean, and, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh shit, I forgot like, about that. Yeah, I mean, it just, just, I mean, it's so fucking obvious. He's just just up there cranking it like, I mean, it's just crazy. Right. Yeah. And the funnier part of that is, um, like, sorry, uh, the the crazier part of that is he, (laughs) cranking on his leg. The crazier part of that is he never learned that you couldn't do that. Like, there's a thousand cameras out there watching everything that you do, especially, and probably a thousand and one with a league office camera specifically aimed on you aimed at because him. of the cameras. things that you do. They had yeah. cameras only for yeah. him. And he didn't know. They never left him. Yeah. 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 This is the same dude, remember, y'all. This is the same dude that got suspended from a preseason hit. Okay. <laughs> A preseason yeah. hit pre-season. that he couldn't understand that you can't well you know lay walk somebody out in a preseason game. It, it just and I don't know. And I still He's blame great, Marvin for part of that. Very I, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, he he I, was I, very I, good I, for I, us. Harrison looked like a saint. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh God. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's, I mean, but yeah. It just never. I mean, again, he should have. He did win that playoff game, and he was an absolute beast when he went into beast mode and he was properly focused. He was a game-changing linebacker. But I would also say to you that the game has evolved and passed that linebacker by. You know, like that kind of linebacker doesn't exist really in the league anymore. You have to be able to not just. Uh, keep your emotions in control, but to tackle, cover, and hit properly, like you, that, it's he's a throwback, and yeah, the league he isn't didn't about do any that. Toward the end, so, so yeah, right. No, he was just around the ball, but not around was, the ball. And he, <laughs> you know, he gave us a great moment that you know Jeremy yeah. Hill screwed up, but he yeah. gave us a great moment. Um, so yeah, I don't even blame. Moment. I don't even blame the playoff loss on him. Yeah, I blame it on Jeremy Hill. That was during yeah. the hill. We're going to get to him that. at the end here because, yeah. yeah, we're going to get to him in a minute with an STFU. But anyway, all right, so later, Tez, it was uh, good for the memories. We'll see you again, all right. Yeah, we yeah. played you this year, so we'll see. He'll be hurt, he'll be hurt or suspended. Anyway. <laughs> he'll be suspended. Right. Yeah, he'll be suspended. All right, quarter four. Um, we're trying to make our, court, uh, our comeback here. Uh, 2019 and beyond. Um, Hodge, you mentioned that this, are they in rebuild mode? Are they going to try to win? Does Zach Taylor want his own quarterback? Does he, you know, want to get rid of Andy Dalton? Does he, are we tanking for Tua? Are we going to suck for that kid from Clemson in two years? Like, I mean, there has to be some version of a plan in place. We have the number 11 draft pick. It would seem that it would be a defensive player unless, I don't know, some, I don't know who they – you know, you don't really have an idea of who they want. You know, for the Bengals, you could tell, like, oh, they're going to take a corner because it's the first round because that's what they do every single year. You know, like, you don't know what they're – yeah, they don't – you don't know what they're going to do. And, I, you know, I have no idea. Is it a linebacker, a defensive end, a defensive tackle? Is quarterback still there? We brought that up today. If Haskins wind up dropping to 11, I don't think that's going to happen. But it's totally plausible. So, I mean, what is your thought, Sandman? Are they in rebuild mode, or are they going to actually try to win games this season? Because I really don't know. I, nobody knows right now. We're not going to know until after the draft and see who they actually draft. I mean, hell, they may actually draft an actual alignment uh, again uh, to actually play for the scrub that they signed. I mean, I don't know. I, until I see them... Who they draft, that they should probably draft. Like it's been the, the consensus that they're going to get the uh, one of the linebackers, one of the two good linebackers, the guy from the team up north, or um, uh, the guy from LSU, White, because uh, they got a gaping yeah, hole yeah, in defense White. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I think they're going to try to just plug some of the holes in the in the um, that they ever left, or <laughs> the ones they can actually do something about, and just go through the season and see what they have, which. In, in my book, probably means four and twelve, but um, wow. And and then after the, and then literally draft a quarterback because they'll be drafted semi high, and uh, <laughs> I think that's their plan. I, and nobody wants Andy Dalton as their long term quarterback. He's an okay guy, and that's it. And he ain't never gonna win you shit. <laughs> that's that's the guy. We, we, we got eight years of of nothing. 
touch four games might not get you to them because it looks like a couple of other teams, and I live in an area where one of them is with the Miami Dolphins, the, who are looking to lose way more than 12 games uh, as they go into, you know, rebuild, suck for two or more. They got rid of Tannehill, who was, you know, essentially tall Andy Dalton. And, um, <laughs> and you know, I think they signed Chris Patrick, who might mess up and win them six games, too, because that's just what he does. And, um, like, I, you know, I just don't know if four wins is going to get you. So my question to you, Hutch, do you just go full rebuild mode? Because I'm kind of leaning in this direction. Go ahead and trade Andy Dalton to the Redskins for, you know, because he's got his former coach there to draft him uh, with um, uh, the other. The other. What's his name? The, the, yeah, other. the other brother. Um, yeah, the other brother. Um, I can't even remember his name. Shit. Um, so, yes. Trade him over there. Gruden? Yeah, trade him over there. Yeah, that other Gruden. Yeah, John trade Gruden him. Or the other trade Jay. Yeah. Jay Gruden. Trade him. Trade Carlos. Trade Gino. Trade AJ. You know, AJ's Damn. coming up on a contract anyway. You know? like, I mean, just go. Just do. Just take it down to the bare nothingness. Win two games. Because that's what it would be if you were lucky. <laughs> Win two games and draft Tua, and you know you start your rebuild. Like I, you know, I I just don't that them taking um, you know William Greer or whatever in the third round is not going to help them. I mean, no, if, if it went for that, if it went for that, what ninety percent salary thing? I'm almost sure they would have probably done the fire sale, but they got to keep some people on the fucking field. That I mean. A, uh, there's gonna be plenty of <laughs> there's gonna be plenty of season tickets available for this season, Jack. Um, <laughs> I mean, that I mean, there was, that was damn nobody there. Right tackle. Right, there was damn nobody there the last couple of years. This year it's gonna be, woo! We all come out here to see the new coach. Hooray! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But so yes, There's a I mean, who, I mean, with the Redskins, the Redskins don't even want fucking Andy Dalton. I mean, and they're fucking desperate. They just got the quarterback that the Denver let go Case after Keenum? they let, let they signed Flacco. Yeah, I think that's yeah. where they got his Case Keenum. Yeah, Andy Dalton is better than Case Keenum. If he was available, they would sign damn Andy Dalton but, for sure. And what, so, and what we get for Andy Dalton? Damn, uh, what you call it, Bar? Probably a, I mean, what? A second. You could probably a second, get a second what? and a, a second third or something of, like that. Uh, you, you get a third. You get a third. Yeah, a third Maybe. or a fourth or a shit. Some damn a piece of shit to be named later. I'm the, ain't nobody giving up no, <laughs> no second or third round for that scrub. If, if they you put, get a they second pull out his playoff tape. Take that shit run. Right. You pull out his playoff yeah. tape and be like, yeah. that nigga fucking fumbled and nobody hit him. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, it just, it seems like everybody's saying the right thing because nobody and everybody wants to not use the R word. Um, it, it's a fucking rebuild. It, it seems, I'll say it. Rebuild. Yeah. yeah, it seems like it's a rebuild. <laughs> it's a fucking that it's, it's a fucking rebuild. And it's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's so hard to rebuild when you have a quarterback that can screw around and win you seven or eight games. Who? Where? That's, that's, that's what's maddening. 
That's the maddening part. He is good enough it's to, hard to, to do. keep you out the cellar, but he's not good enough to win you a playoff yeah. game or anything. So he's I, again, I'm living proof of this in freaking Miami right now because they just got rid of Tannehill because he keeps messing up by winning games. <laughs> like stop winning games. Uh, the our dude. <laughs> Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton is good for mm, let's top let's top him off at six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we 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 can't run. Six, I, I I know for damn sure we can't run. We're gonna be doing a whole bunch of okay. screen left, screen right okay. because I mean the defensive linemen are gonna be just fucking <laughs> diving through our our offensive line. He better throw that ball in like two uh, seconds. Don't run to the right. If you rebuild, Hutch, though, if you rebuilding, you cannot win six games. You can't. I, I said, I said at, at, that's, I'm you talking about ceiling win six. I don't, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm looking yeah. at the team we got to play next year. I mean, I mean they're not going to be favored in any game not, I mean, coming into this season. Not so, one. Literally, uh, we got we got San we got San Francisco at home and we got the Cardinals at home. Uh, maybe yeah. that Cardinals game, but they gonna have Kyler Murray probably. Uh, that, that Cardinal yeah, game at home, game. hopefully it's in December. Maybe fucking old boy finally retire. Fitzgerald retires or is hurt. Uh, that might be our our shining star. We got. I mean, but the mother game you got to play. We got the Jets at home too. But yeah, but exactly. but fucking old boy gonna be like it's the Bengals. Let me get a Renaissance. He gonna do his fucking oh. He gonna do that fucking what's his name? That Curtis dude that used to that played for the Jets, where he fucking damn near went for three hundred yards on this shit. And he was supposed to be damn near dead. Freeman McNeil or something like that. No, no, that it was his name, Curtis. <laughs> he like the damn third or fourth leading rusher in the whole NFL now. What's mm. his name? But he fucking tore us up that wow. one game against the against the Bengals. Right. Yeah. It don't yeah. take much. I just, I, it just seems that it's just, Curtis I, I don't Martin. Know, like, I literally have no idea. Curtis, Curtis Martin. Thank you. I just, I can't, I can't, rem, I just, again, we're, we're all entering into essentially a new relationship here. You don't know, you know, where to go with this. You know, I don't know. Can we move forward? Can I squeeze a titty? Like, I, I don't really know how much I can trust this situation. Because I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know. Like, are we friends? Are we friends with benefits? Like, I don't know where this relationship do, is going. And that's uncomfortable. Do you do you think this team will... I'm, I'm sorry. Do you think this team will even think about being 8-8? Eight I would think... That I, I get the sense that they would prefer that they weren't. Right. I believe that. Yeah. Like, I would get the sense. I think it's another 6-10. Yeah, I, would, I, I get this. the sense that... I, but again, they were six and what? What were they? Seven and nine last six year. And ten, seven, uh, six and ten. Six and ten. Six and ten. Nine or six and ten. Yeah, yeah but they lost their quarterback because he would have because Dan Dalton would have won them like a couple of those games. So they probably yeah, that's an eight and eighteen. And that's kind of how I always saw Marvin Lewis's teams. You know, essentially in the whole Andy Dalton era, like that's an eight and eighteen with a chance to get to ten and make the playoffs. And essentially, that's what they did prior to the last three seasons. You know, they were pretty much there. They could either go six and ten or ten and six, and you know, wind up getting you a draft pick in the twenties, and never getting to that point where you'd be good enough to or bad enough to take that leap either direction. Like, hey, you know, we're going to get a really like possible hobo or 
Pro Bowl Hall of Fame type of player because we're up so high in the draft, and or you're never gonna like sign a free agent to cover up the gaps that you had to get you from ten and six to twelve and four. They would never do either, and so they just lived in the middle of mediocrity in the NFL, which is mm-hmm. you know essentially the last you know sixteen years under Marvin Lewis. So Damn, I just pretty much, but but that's yeah. where Mike Brown uh, likes to be. He just likes to be um, relevant. Yeah. So you know that's been their yes. the de- their detriment for years. So uh, yeah. I don't know. We're gonna find out. Like at the, after the draft, we're gonna see yeah. like what they about it, if anything. Yeah. Ugh, that's awful. Okay. All right. Well, that kind of gets us <laughs> to the fourth quarter as the gun shops. We're definitely down 48 to 12. Um, we got a late four field goals. <laughs> that's, that's about where we are because it's just not we, we can't score. I have no idea like what's going on, and that's that's a that's a frustrating place for me to be. And I just don't like again. We kind of knew what to expect with Mar every single year. We were going to come out. They were going to be a bullshit slogan T-shirt. Uh, they were going to win some games that they were supposed to win. They were going to lose some games that you were like, how did the hell they lose that game? And they were never going to beat anybody good. Like, you knew every season what you were going to get. And now we're at, I don't know if we can win any games. This dude's probably not a, 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 a offensive genius. And if he is an offensive genius, it's probably not going to happen with the current personnel as uh, constituted, so you gotta lose to get better. It's you know tank for two or hutch or what's that? Uh, whatever that kid from Clemson, from Clemson, you know whatever. Uh, Sunshine. Yeah. Whatever I do. I, I think I. Yeah, yeah. And I put this in the, the text team draw to keep it a thousand again. This city ain't that city. This team that dude ain't ready for no black quarterback. You yeah, can get Haskins if he drops no. that far. They right, they're not drafting. Draft. You can pick right. it. It's not, not going to happen. It'll be the it worst. The It'll be the second nope. worst thing that they can do. And it right. Yeah, I, yeah, it ain't happening. He ain't ready. They, they, he ain't ready. They don't want him. It's not right. happening. And I'm gonna put the same. I'm gonna put the same name on freaking Miami with that too. Um, they not drafting him. Either. They ain't ready for another yep. shaking blade. Giants don't take him. The Giants don't even are no, kind of shaking on it at two. They they talking they, they talking yeah. about they're not gonna draft him. Right. That's what yeah. that's what that might open crazy. it up. Then he could do a and he may take a Aaron Rodgers type free fall then because um that yeah. Because after you get past a certain number of those teams, they don't even have people don't have needs for quarterbacks. Right. You know, at that point as you get into that's, the better teams, something. they're gonna wind you know what happened? You know what happened? That son of a bitch will wind up in Pittsburgh and they'll transition from uh, one to another one and I'm gonna Fucking, I might, I might, dicks I might out of anger for that. Yeah, I will just lose my mind. I just some things I can't. Yeah, that would be terrible. Yeah, yep, that would be terrible. I put that. I shouldn't have put that in the universe. Yeah, you might have did it. Damn, that that character from Clemson is Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, they just call. So we'd have to suck for two years for that to happen because he's a true freshman. So you'd have to suck next year. And another year. I ain't so got that kind of energy like, in me. I ain't got that kind of energy year, right? in me, man. You got to suck for two out year. next year. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. after this season, yeah. And then I think, yeah, and there's some quarterback from Clemson or Clemson from Oregon no, or, that went back. Them. This I don't want nobody from the no gimmick nobody from the left coast, please. No gimmick We've quarterbacks. Yep. Yeah, you, yep, got, no you got that right. You can get them out the ACC. All right, as we head into the – as we head into the tunnel, um, 
and get ready for our interviews post showers or whatever we do have to talk, uh, touch on a couple of uh, former Bengals one for damn and I see and then the other one to get an STFU for one Pac-Man Jones and screw freaking TMZ and every sports station that put out former Cincinnati Bengals they always that Negro do. didn't play here this year he is a <laughs> former Denver Bronco at this point they so always do that that is terrible they do yeah. I know I know so but Pac-Man, being Pac-Man, you know, I mean, he obviously has a drinking problem, and he also has an anger yeah, man, which is probably exasperated by his drinking. Uh, he goes to some casino, gets caught either counting cards or trying to take chips hey, or whatever. Which that he pretty... can count cards is actually oh. a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, whatever. I, again, I don't know how people or why people go into casinos. In Indiana, in Indiana, no less, yes. And so, whatever. He gets caught. Yeah, he gets caught by the police for doing something. Or he didn't get caught by the police. He gets caught by the casino, has to leave. He raises a ruckus, as he's been known to do. And he's facing many, many years in prison. <laughs> yeah, he's fighting in the Air Force, fading people. Um, yeah, I mean, he's facing many years in prison. But more than anything, that's just a terrible, like, former Cincinnati Bengal. Because he played for the uh, Broncos this year. So that's not cool the last at all. Year, um, the other, yeah, yeah, the other Cincinnati, the other former Cincinnati Bengal is somebody we brought up who lost the playoff game. That would be yeah. Jeremy Hill. So post Super Bowl, he goes to I think his Instagram. It was like, could you imagine being a Cincinnati Bengals fan? And Jeremy Hill, you need to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck like, up. Like for real, for real, because you for she sure was, could have been the hero much. if you. Yeah. Yes, if you had held on to the ball, your fortunes as well as the fortunes of many of these people that you played with would be completely different. But you, you did a franchise. So, yeah. yeah, you. I mean, you could have been loved forever, but you didn't do that. You fumbled the ball and fumbled the bag, which is why you got a one-year deal in New England and tore your knee up. So mm. sorry. See how much bags you have after that. Um, yeah, that that was not a that wasn't a good move. I mean, everybody was cheering for you, man. You had one job. Don't fumble the ball. And you did. So, eat a dick, Jeremy Hill. Shut the fuck <laughs> all the way up. And, yeah, that's that's not cool at all. That's not cool at all. That's nope. it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. We're to the point. All right. Yeah. all right. So, yeah, so that'll wrap us up. I guess we will probably reconvene draft time. I did put out there, and I'm going to put it out in uh, audio form. Like, you know, Usually when you get a new coach from an old team or a new coach for his old team players, like, you know, start signing with the, you know, because they're familiar or whatever. You know, uh, I was like, oh, maybe they'll bring Whitworth back or whatever, but he re-upped over there, like got an extension. I was like, oh, okay, well, I don't know who the hell is going to come over here. I don't know who the hell plays on the Rams to begin with. But I did see that Ndamukong Sue is a free agent. It, I'm putting it in the universe. If he signed a one-year deal with the Bengals for like eight, nine million dollars, it wouldn't be the worst thing that ever happened. And you know, I understand, but you know, again, and that's also a well, we're trying to lose. That's not a uh, we're trying to lose move, Hutch. If you sign and Dominican Sue for one year, it's not a we're trying to lose. But I don't think. Uh, anybody, I think any other team would. He ain't signing for no damn nine or ten million dollars. He just came off of one. He just made what twenty three or something at, for the Rams. Mm-hmm. So yeah, why would he the fucking Rams come to, for? Why would he come to the Bengals yeah, to pay well, for? I think he's a Trump change. Yeah. 
Yeah, but he's 32, get that last contract. You know, like Cincinnati's been known to do that in the past uh, for somebody to get their last nut. He want a ring. He want a ring and he wants to to win. And be crazy. So he's going to stay clear now. Yeah, right, he wants so, to win. Yeah. Look, man, to, his time is limited. To yeah. win in this to win in this league now, you gotta play essentially in New England. So they don't <laughs> want much. it clearly. So I mean, what are you gonna do? You know, you, whoever pays right. you the most yeah. money, you take that right. check. And it might be Cincinnati, it might be Cleveland, it might be somebody else, but like at this point, you know, he needs a job. He ain't ready to retire, so we got to do something. Mm-hmm. But I hear what you're saying. Mm. Damn, that's awful. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, Hutch, we need exit music, man. I I gave Gnarls Barkley crazy. Okay, we can do that in honor of Montez Griffin. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, I guess that I had it so hard to say goodbye to yesterday, but oh, yeah. yeah, I got you. Okay. So uh, as Niles Barkley starts to play us out, uh, remember you better find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, rate, review, subscribe. We'll try to be somewhat more consistent with it, but this team is frustrating for me and my blood pressure and my liver essentially can't take it. Like it's my liver be tapping out. <laughs> my liver is like, man, yo, this can't take another season of that, son. Um, and, and not to mention, um, I mean, we, we might have, if we're lucky, at least in my ideal, we might have 10, 15 seasons left where I ain't shitting on myself. So, I mean, we're really fucking up, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Damn, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be that dude. Well, they finally won, and you got to bury me in my bingo shit in my casket. Yeah, I would prefer that not to happen. So, I mean, so we're giving yeah. away at least two years to that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Two years off my life of watching this crap. Yeah, there was a moment there where I was laying in the bed, not able to sleep. I was like, I think I might give my Bengals up. I really was like, I kind of. I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I haven't watched that much football to begin with. I've watched very little. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I want to say a hardcore Kaepernick supporter, but I also I, I'm kind of sick of the NFL shenanigans too. Like, I have, you know, I've become a full 180, at least for me, where it was like, you know, all about, you know, the league and the shield or whatever. And I'm at this point, I'm like, man, I want every player to get a re- redo their deal after the first year. Everybody should get all of their money because these billionaire sons of bitches is like freaking pushing these poor people into the ground for our entertainment purposes. And I just don't like it anymore. So um, I've made a kind of a shift. So I haven't really watched as much outside of like you know watching a Bengals game here and there. Like if, like all the football games on. Ah, if they know? were good, so, you would watch it. But you know they ain't good. So yeah, like, it's a whole different shit, matter I, if they if they're. If yeah. I'm gonna catch if yeah, I'm gonna catch hell for not mowing the lawn because I'm watching the Bengals lose. Should just mow the fucking lawn. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. No, that's what I'm saying. I just, but you know how I used to be was like, I'm gonna carve out my whole day. I'm gonna do all my grocery shopping. I'm gonna do everything before this game. Come on, don't bother me from one to eleven p.m. Now it's just like, man, no, I got some homework to do. Game? Just make nah, I got to fucking pay yeah, for the house. I don't know. Yeah, uh, man, I live 15 minutes from a beach. I was like, nah, I don't know about this. Yeah. You know, like, nah. so I just. I'm just kind of at that point where I'm just like, I don't know altogether. And I definitely ain't got like two years of losing to get Trevor Lawrence in me. I know I ain't got that in me. 
I don't know if I got one season to try to get to him. Yeah. So uh, it's just it, we'll we'll try. Yeah, I'll lose to get him. You know. Yeah, I strap on the feed bag and do it every once in a while because it's fun talking to y'all or whatever. But whew, man, it's hard. So yeah, so as Narles Barkley starts to play us out, um, yeah, I'm the producer of this podcast and I'm signing off with a hearty who day. It is not a new day, y'all. It's the same old damn day. It's Groundhog Day. That's exactly what it is. Uh, I'm signing off as the producer. Uh, Sandman, go ahead and sign off. Who day, y'all? Let's pray for the draft. Yeah, God Almighty, I can't believe we're back in this. Well, we gotta get it. If we get that good player from the draft, we're gonna turn it around. And a freaking Achilles Smith, he's gonna grow in his second year. Uh, and Jeff Blake, he's throwing him ball, such, man. I have no and, such oh, prayers. And then Kajana Carter, he yeah. gonna, and Kajana yeah. gonna be good this year, man. He ain't gonna have his knee torn up. We are in that mode. Oh my God, I'm gonna choke myself. Bernard Clark gonna be the shit. What a great second round pick yeah. uh, <laughs> from the uh, Hurricane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're literally there again. I just can't, man. I can't believe it. Man, Sean, Sean Brewer has some good catches in college, oh, man. I think geez. he's got to make it. Damn, <laughs> Not Brewer. the sewer Brewer. We got the number three pick, man. We're going to get that quarterback from Oregon, man. He going to make – he going to change yeah. the world. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Carl, Carl Zander in year two, man. I, I think he's got a chance to be something special. Ooh, there's a lot oh. of things going on right now. <laughs> it's awful, man. This whole podcast could be us just fucking shouting out. Justin babes. Smith. I'm speaking terrible. Oh, jeez. Terrible people. That would bend our hearts on. Like, oh, no, I'm telling you, man. Harold Green is a stud. He's a stud, man. He's. I'm telling you, this year, forget it. Forget it. I know they can throw the ball. Peter at Warwick. Fucking darn it. Yeah, Darnay oh. Scott was the best seventh round pick that they ever had. Just, oh, oh. God. Sign off, Hutch. Put a freaking bullet in it, please. Uh, this 45 for me. Ba-plow! Ka-plow. All right, everybody. We'll see y'all on the other side of the road. Peace. Peace out.